welcome to Explore the Word podcast. I am glad you have chose to be with us today. We will continue our survey of foundational doctrines of Christianity. In this episode, we'll examine God's gift of salvation. Mankind needs God's gift of salvation more than anything else. The gift of the good news is eternal. There is a terrible consequence for rejecting the gift, and that is eternally separated from God as well as eternal punishment. The wonderful truth is salvation is the greatest gift in all this world. Salvation that our God has provided is totally sufficient. No upgrades or changes ever needed. The work is completed. At the moment of receiving the gift of salvation, there is no more condemnation. Romans 8.1 There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We are freed from the chains of sin. What a wonderful day. It was the day I trusted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. The early church fathers believed that salvation, justification, was based on faith. Faith was set in contrast to the works of the law. Just like with all doctrines, over time, new variants sprang up. There was definitely a drift towards traditional thoughts and traditions in general. And then water baptism, having the ability to forgive sins. In the Middle Ages, there appeared different meanings of grace, faith, and justification. During this time, the Roman Catholic doctrines of penance, indulgence, and the stress of good works to attain salvation were preached incessantly. These unbiblical doctrines would be the catalyst of Luther's actions that led to the Protestant Reformation. The Bible is very clear that all men need to be born again. They are lost. Luke 19.10 For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Men are condemned. John 3.18 and under God's wrath, John 3:36, He that believeth on the Son have everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And man, lost man, have no hope without God. Ephesians 2:12, having no hope and without God in the world. Man's need of salvation is absolutely established in the Word of God. All mankind, no matter influence, or position in life, poor or rich, young or old, are all in need of God's saving grace, and without it are hopelessly lost. Only God can solve the sin problem of man. After Adam and Eve sinned, God put in motion the plan of salvation, which he des- designed, devised before time began. First John 4, 9 In this was manifest the love of God toward us, Because God sent his only begotten Son into the world that he might live through him. The entire Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, are involved in the salvation of a sinner. The author of redemption is the Almighty Father and Creator. He spoke and brought all things into existence, and he devised the plan of salvation for fallen men. The Bible clearly shows that God the Father is the designer of salvation, John 1, 12, to 20, the Almighty was motivated to provide this marvelous gift because of his love and grace. The entire 
work of salvation is under the praise of his glory. Ephesians 1.12 God's plan is the only plan. And his word tells us he does all things well. Christ and the cross is definitely part, central part of Christianity. The Savior's death on the cross satisfied the demands of the offended father. Jesus Christ died in the sinner's place. The Lord paid the price for man. He redeemed man. The means of redemption from sin in Scripture is always through the shed blood. Galatians 3.13 Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. His sinless life, he never sinned, qualified him to be the sin bearer. The death of Jesus Christ satisfied the Father. He was the propitiation for our sins. Romans 3.25 Whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Holy Spirit is at work in salvation as well. He, he draws the sinner to himself. All men are sinners without any merit before God and without any ability to please the Father. Makes the work of the Spirit essential. No amount of education will equip the unsaved to respond. This is the work of the Holy Spirit alone. And the Holy Spirit is a restraining force in our world as well. The Holy Spirit convicts men of sin. John 16, 7, 11 promised that after the departure, the Lord would send the Holy Spirit to, to, the, one, to, to the folks on earth to convict the world of sin, to help. The Holy Spirit enlightens the mind of the unsaved. In 2 Corinthians 4, 4, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shall shine unto them. Just because an individual understands the gospel doesn't mean they have trusted Christ as Savior. Knowing something and believing it in this realm is essential. You have to trust. You have to believe. Within the scriptures, there are over a hundred verses that instruct faith in Christ as the sole condition of justification. The individual must understand he's a sinner. This is a must. For all of sin, it comes short of the glory of God. And they must then understand or be a way to wear off that the wage of their sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That Christ died for his sins. That the sinner needs to know that. 1 Corinthians 15.3 For I deliver unto you this first of all, all that which is I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. They must believe these truths. By knowing them, hey, that is the progress of salvation. Accepting Christ as Savior. Repentant faith is necessary for salvation. Faith is not the cause of salvation. Never in Scripture are people said to be saved on account of their faith. It's always through faith that salvation comes. We can't save ourselves. It's not possible. The gospel guides the lost one from the false gods, idols, to Christ. And only Christ can save us. There's lots of people today in our world have faith in all kinds of things. So faith is not the saving factor. God's the saving factor through Jesus Christ. And we come to him believing. 
There are numerous blessings once you accept Christ as Savior. You become part of the family of God. 2 Corinthians 6.18 And will be a a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, uh, saith the Lord Almighty. The only way to become a member of God's family is to be born into it. 1 Peter 1.23 Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The Bible speaks about adoption as well, which means to be placed as an adult or son or daughter with all the rights and privileges and responsibilities. We are citizens with the other saints in the house of God. When a sinner trusts the Savior, his sins are forgiven. The penalty of sin is erased because of the shed blood of Christ. Christ paid it in full. Colossians 1.14 In whom we have redemption through his blood, and even the forgiveness of sins. As a believer, we engage in spiritual warfare. Our position in Christ does not excuse us from fighting the fight of faith, standing for truth, proclaiming the gospel. Because of our position, God has provided us the equipment we need to be victorious in this conflict. In order for us to have that victory, we need to know the enemy. And the intelligence. We need to be in the Word of God. The world system is anti-God, and it opposes, always has opposed the will and plan of God. It's a system that is headed by the devil and will be at odds with God. You know, the scriptures tell us the world hates the believer and those that live for Christ. The believer is the one who lives for Christ. The doctrine of eternal security can be seen throughout the scriptures. We have security because of God's promises, Romans 8, 31 to 39. God's presence assumes security, John 10, 27 to 30, where we're held in his hand. As well, God's power to able to keep the believer. 1 Peter 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Our purpose, once saved, is much more different than before we accepted Christ. Now as a believer, our purpose is to love and serve the Almighty. Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. As a result of our conversion, we will do good works. It's, it's, a, it's a consequence, you know, a, a progression. We get saved, we will do good works. It's, good works are not required to save us or to keep our salvation. It's rather a natural expression of our love for our God who's provided such a great salvation for us. Thank you for listening in today. I hope it's been a help and an encouragement. Have a great day. And until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.